If you are a dog owner or just love dogs, you are really going to enjoy this show. Tiffany Lawson, certified trainer from the American Kennel Club, is joining me today to talk about all things AKC on this week's episode of One Curl. A great show today. Tiffany Lawson is with me, and Tiffany is a Northern Michigan certified dog trainer and certified agility trainer, certified by the American Kennel Club. And she works for an hour each week with my standard poodle puppy, Gaston. Gaston is my fifth standard poodle, and listeners, standard poodles, that's my breed. And I want my Gaston to be a canine good citizen, and Tiffany is also certified as a canine good citizen trainer. I know many people who own dogs will find this show so beneficial. Tiffany, welcome to One Curl. Thank you for having me, Sherry. I'm really happy to be here. I'm so excited that you are here. As a dog owner, there are some dog behaviors that are absolutely unacceptable. Dogs should not jump on anyone and they should not pull when on leash. Dogs need to keep their mouths to themselves. And I know that puppies like to grab onto things. And I have to say, now that Gaston is around nine months old, that behavior is getting a lot better. When approaching other animals, people's cars, bicycles, a dog needs to be relaxed and not go wild and be aggressive. And these are the behaviors that we are working on with Gaston. And he has come a long way since the beginning of his training. Tiffany, tell our listeners your credentials for being a dog trainer and handler. So my credentials for being a dog trainer and handler, I am certified with the American Kennel Club as an AKC Canine Good Citizen Evaluator. Now with this certification, that means that I am allowed to evaluate and help train people all over the country not just in Northern Michigan, but all over the country to help prepare their dog to be a canine good citizen. A cool thing about the canine good citizen test is that it can actually lower your homeowner's insurance with some companies if you have your dog certified and titled as a canine good citizen. I am certified to take this test and to evaluate these dogs, and I can hold these classes and individual sessions to help people reach their goals, and be able to have that dog that can relax in the house to help get through these different puppy problems that may come across when you acquire your new puppy. A lot of people go into puppy training with an idea that everything is going to go perfect, and it just doesn't do that. So through these programs that the AKC has, like Canine Good Citizen and the Star Puppy, which I'm also certified to hold the AKC Star Puppy classes as well and do the certification for that too. It just helps set your puppy or your older dog up for success where if you do come across a training issue, you already have the tools, you already have the knowledge how to get through it and also how to manage your dog. What are the 10 items on the canine good citizen test that you look for or test in dogs? Basically, they all relate to manners that you would want your dog to have anyway. So what we're looking for is being able to approach a friendly stranger. Now, on this item in the test, your dog does not actually have to be touched by the stranger. But what we're looking for here is that your dog isn't growling, they're not lunging, they're not jumping on anybody. We're also looking for your dog to be able to be groomed 
to be able to be handled, like their ears, their feet, their tail, their mouth. So again, being proactive with your training and teaching them that this is an okay experience. This is a positive thing. It's not negative. We're also looking for no pulling on the leash. So your dog would walk through a crowd. We're looking for your dog to be able to go left, right, turn back around, whichever direction you choose, but we have to be able to see that they can move through a crowd of people. We also are looking for them to be able to react appropriately to a distraction dog. Now, a distraction dog for the test is a dog that they have never seen before. This is a dog that they don't train with. This isn't one of their friends that they go to daycare or group outings with. We're also looking for your dog to be able to recall back to you, which is when you say, come here, come back, whistle, whatever it may be, we're looking for them to be able to recall back to you. Now they stay on a 20 foot line for this. We're also looking for your dog to not display any bit of separation anxiety. And this is the hardest part of the test that I find for a lot of people and a lot of dogs. It's three minutes of supervised separation, which means you go and disappear. I hold on to your dog for three minutes. I don't let them go. And they can move around a little bit. They can show that they're a little bit uncomfortable. But what we're really looking for is that your dog isn't whining, isn't jumping on me, isn't trying to bite me, anything like that. Your dog is just nice and relaxed. This comes in handy for emergency situations when you have to go to the vet, anything like that. Or if somebody has to hold your dog and you have to disappear for a few minutes, your dog should be able to be comfortable with that. We're also looking for a sit and a down stay. Basically, your dog can sit on command and stay there. You can move out on that 20-foot line again and walk back without them moving. Now, the cool thing about the American Kennel Club Canine Good Citizen Test is that you are able to retest any one item of the test. That means if your dog fails one item, we've gone through the list of things and they've done really, really well otherwise, I am allowed to say you can retake that item and you are not allowed to use any treats during the test either. Wow. I had no yeah. idea it was that extensive. It is considered the gold standard for dog manners and dog training. Your dog should be able to take the test and go out into the public and not be disruptive, not be dangerous. So it's a really good starting place that people that are wanting to go further in dog sports or therapy dogs or any of those kind of situations where you're wanting to do more with your dog, you're wanting to take them out more, where you have this and you can say, okay, my dog passed this gold standard in dog training and they did it well. When the dogs are placed in the sit or down stages, how long do they have to stay there? They don't have to stay there for any set amount of time. We're just looking for you to be able to walk to that end of the 20 foot line and call them back to you or walk back to them. It's your choice on what you choose to do, but there is no set amount of time that they have to stay there. And what is the STAR program for puppies? I had not heard of that before. So with the STAR puppy program, it's designed for puppies up to a year of age. As much as we have older dogs that could benefit from this as well, the AKC only permits me to do this for puppies up to a year of age. And the reason why this is because at that age, puppies are pretty social. So with the STAR puppy, it's very much so a proactive program. And I have a saying in my training that goes, be proactive, not reactive. And that means 
it's ideal to get your dog set up with training right away before any issues happen, before you're dealing with reactivity, before you're dealing with poor house manners. You are going to have an easier time. Your dog is going to have an easier time. It's just better for everyone. So with the star puppy, think of it as a pre-canine good citizen test, because at the end of the six-week star puppy program, there is a test for the star puppy as well. But what we're looking for is that your puppy should be able to have their ears handled, to be able to look in their mouth, to be able to mess with their paws, to be able to hold them and maneuver them around. We're also working on recalls, so being able to come back to you. We're also working on proper dog socialization, which this is one I could talk about forever. Because with socializing, people's go-to, they think that socializing means that their dog needs to play with another dog or that everyone needs to touch your dog. What socializing actually is, and what we're looking for, is that your puppy needs to learn how to be neutral in all sorts of different situations. Walking your dog on a slippery slope, that could be defined as social socializing because it's a different texture. It's a different movement. So different noises, different textures, different dogs, different people. Teaching your puppy to be neutral in all of these kinds of situations is a big, big focus and what I work on in my puppy groups. So ideally, your puppy should be able to listen to you in a lot of different scenarios. We work on leash manners. We work on engagement and focus, which means, again, having your puppy be able to focus on you and not all of the distractions. So there's a lot that goes into it, but it's basically just a pre-canine good citizen class and test. And we see it all the time where trainers take somebody's dog and the dog does it beautifully, right? They do awesome. I know for me speaking... My free time, when I'm not actively training dogs, I am researching, I am trying to attend every pet summit that I possibly can, every seminar, every webinar. So I'm constantly developing my craft because I want to be the best version that I can be. Our handlers, our owners, they don't have access to that. They're kind of going into this blind and they're not understanding at all. As trainers, our timing should be fantastic. It's one thing that we develop over the years, which means we know how to quickly administer the treat or the reward or the reinforce or whatever it may be. And the dog understands that because we're trained in dog communication and dog body language and all of these things. But the average owner is not. And what is the AKC Fit Dog Club? Like 90% of our pet dogs are actually obese. And I know that's an alarming rate. You know, owners, they're well-meaning. They don't mean it in any other way because they want to spoil their pet through food. But unfortunately, that creates a lot of health issues, hip problems, elbow problems, joint problems, heart problems, a lot. So the Fit Dog Club is aimed to get people out and exercise, but also exercise their dog. And this is a free club. There is no cost to join the club. I have my own fit dog club through the American Kennel Club. So you can join me on hikes and it's fitness focused. And I'm also planning on opening up fitness classes for dogs this year at my facility. So that will be super fun. The American Kennel Club is a registry of purebred dog pedigrees in the United States. In addition to maintaining its pedigree registry, the American Kennel Club also promotes and sanctions events for purebred dogs, such as the confirmation dog shows like Westminster Dog Show and the AKC National Championship. Are you a confirmation handler? I am not a confirmation handler. So I am an 
AKC Agility Handler, and I compete with my dog in AKC Agility. The cool thing about this is my mini American Shepherd does not come from a papered background. Any dog, whether they are papered or mixed breed, they can compete in our different sports like agility, dock diving, scent work, all of those other sports other than confirmation, that's what they can compete in. On the dog agility competitions, how does that work? From my information, it said that the competitions were open to all AKC registered dogs, but is that true or can any dog participate in the dog agility? Yes, your dog has to be registered with the American Kennel Club, but the American Kennel Club has a really cool program called AKC Canine Partners and Pale Program where your dog does not have to be purebred to join the American Kennel Club. So yes, your dog does have to be registered with the American Kennel Club, but they don't have to have any sort of specific background to join. All of that information is listed on the American Kennel Club as well. And it's really cool. They send you a certificate in the mail that says your dog is officially registered. And that allows you to join the different events. And what are the obedience trials, which is open to all AKC registered dogs that are over six months old? What would be obedience? Think about our competition where dogs have to sit on command, lay down on command, come back to you on command, retrieve a dumbbell on command, go over a jump on command, and all of these things are done without any treat. It's very, very competitive because people, when they train with their dogs and they get super involved with it, they want to show off all of their hard work. Now, there are different levels, and when you reach master level, the competition gets super difficult and much, much harder. Beginner obedience is more relaxed, and they score you on each individual test that they have you do. So each sit gets tested, each down stay gets tested, each individual part gets tested to make up a whole total score at the end. And whoever gets the highest score and the less faults, that's who wins that class. I did read where the AKC has lots of different performance dog sports. And I was quite interested in all of them. There's field sports, there's lure coursing sports, there's field competitions, which includes herding and farm dog trials, scent work trials, earth dog trials. It's a very interesting world, the dog world and the American Kennel Club. Why is it so important that people have their dogs trained? It is very important that people have their dogs trained because not only is it good for you and your family if you have one, but it's also good for the well-being of the dog. Dogs thrive off of structure. Dogs thrive off of patterns. When you can create that stability and structure for your dog, you are more likely to have a well-balanced, more relaxed dog. There was a quote from another trainer that I recently liked because they said, if you are living a chaotic life, you can't expect your dog to not live one either. You have to be disciplined in your training if you want your dog to succeed as well. Basically, 
it's best to train your dog to help those unwanted behaviors before they even start. A lot of times people come to me when there's already a problem, they're already dealing with things. And of course, with training, different things may pop up and you're like, okay, now we have this hurdle to go through. This is difficult. But when you already have a foundation set, you already have expectations set with your dog, it's much easier to get through those problems where maybe it was a mountain before, and now it's just a little hurdle. It's not as important. It's not as hard to deal with. It really strengthens the bond between owner and dog when you start training. So when you have training and you're able to take your dog different places, we see a whole different world that can open up for our dogs. It's super fun. And whether you compete or it's just for the sake of having a dog because you love dogs, training is so important for them. Talk a little bit about dog parks. I will take Gaston to the dog park and Boeing City has two. We have a large dog park plus a smaller dog park. And I will only take him when there are no other dogs there because he's still a puppy. So what are your thoughts about dog parks? As much as I love our local dog parks and I think they are beautiful, I think that they only benefit a very, very small amount of dogs. And the reason why I say this is because, believe it or not, most dogs are not dog social. Most dogs are just dog tolerant. And then we have our dogs in between who are not dog tolerant at all. They do not want other dogs coming up in their business, hanging out, being a part of what they've got going on. So if you have a super social dog that doesn't mind that environment, they're not blowing off your recall, which means if they're off playing and you call them, whether it's an emergency or something else going on, and they come back to you, then that situation's not awful. But for the most part, especially dogs that are in training, or are dealing with any kind of reactivity or any kind of obedience problems, I don't recommend the dog park unless it's like you said, where there's nobody else there. A lot of injuries, a lot of unwanted experiences, I'll say, happen in the dog park. But I always tell people, please use them with caution. Tiffany, you have a canine business. Tell our listeners the name and all about the services you are offering. So the name of my business is One in a Million Dog Services, LLC. Now, this has been a dream of mine for years. I started off with dock diving, which is another canine event. I got into agility. I worked with some different people. I got into training hardcore. I got my canine good citizen evaluator certification. The heart of it has always been to help handlers create a better bond with their dog and learn how to communicate clearly. What I see in a lot of my training is that there is a disconnect between owner and dog. It's not that the dog is actively trying to be bad, it's just that they're not communicating clearly with each other. So the services that I offer, I do canine good citizen test. I do canine good citizen classes. I do AKC star puppy test and I do AKC star puppy classes. I also deal with behavior modification and reactivity because we have a lot of reactive dogs where owners feel like they're completely in over their heads and they really, really need help. Now this year, I'm also building a facility, which I hope to offer barn hunt, which is another AKC sport. I'm wanting to offer boarding. 
I'm wanting to offer stay in trains. I also offer walking, which means I walk your dog and it's a walking train session. And I offer AKC Fit Dog Club as well. Training is not cookie cutter and each dog is different. So I assess each situation separately as much as we can have all the certifications in the world and we read all of the books on dog training. There's always going to be that one case that goes against it all. And you have to get creative and figure out what works for that dog, what drives that dog, what motivates that dog. And knowing how your dog's genetic makeup works is so important and learning what really motivates them. What are their triggers? All of that is stuff that we cover in training. I know I get super in depth about it and I really hope that my owners can feel that through my training because I only want them and their dog to succeed together. Tiffany, this has been so informative. How can our listeners connect with you? My business page is on Facebook. It's One in a Million Dog Services, LLC. My website is pinned there and you can also reach me through phone, text, email, whatever is most convenient for the owner. Before we close, you are an entrepreneur who you are absolutely pursuing your passion. What words of inspiration do you have for our listeners and people who are starting businesses and working toward their passions? My words of wisdom to people who are wanting to pursue their dreams. There's a lot of burnout happening and no matter what field you are in, but do not lose sight of why you started this in the first place. Let your passion come out and speak to others. It's like a wildfire. Once it starts, it just keeps going. And other people do feel that. My other words of wisdom would be, don't slow down. Don't stop. Keep on pushing through. What's meant to be will be, but you still have to work for it. It's not going to just happen. You have to get out there. You have to make it happen. Whether your timeline shrinks or it gets longer. Tiffany, this has been an outstanding interview with you. Thank you so much for being a part of One Curl. Thank you so much for having me, Sherry. I really enjoyed it. Bye-bye. Bye. I owe enormous thanks to Tiffany Lawson for not only working and training my puppy Gaston, but also for being on this week's show. I wish her continued success with her new business. I want to thank you, my listeners, for tuning in and listening. I hope you enjoy the show. If you would like to write a comment, my email address is curlschangetheworld at gmail.com. Again, curlschangetheworld at gmail.com. You can listen to my podcast on the following apps, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio Podcasts. Plus, follow me on Instagram and Facebook. The song for this week is Who Let the Dogs Out, released in 2000 and sung by the Baja Men. Listeners, you are here to give the gift of you. Always believe something wonderful is about to happen and continue to join me as I explore wherever I am, one curl at a time. Everybody having a ball. Until the fellas start the name calling. And the girls respond to the call. I hear a pull and shout out. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out?
Adam Paul, cause you Billy Bondage, get down. Get back, Ruffy, bash, Ruffy, get back, you flea infested mongrel. Gonna tell myself I'm man, no, get angry. Hey, yeah, Two Eddie girls calling them canine. Hey, But they tell me, hey, man, start up the party. You put a woman in front and a man behind. I have a woman shout out. Ooh. 